Good morning. This is Bonnie Colleen. I'm the host here of Seeing Beyond. We've been doing this for over 22 years, and you can find out more about me and our inspiring guests at seeingbeyond.com. We're here this half hour with Donna Benyahuda. She is a certified Alexander teacher, and we're going to be talking about how that kind of movement therapy and helping us to have good posture can affect us not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Donna is uh, connected with the American Society for the Alexander Technique. She is in her 10th year of private practice as an Alexander Technique teacher. She is doing her work mostly in Mountain View, California, and she's taught in the corporate world and has been on staff as a teacher trainer at the Alexander Educational Center in Berkeley. She's given some 50 workshops, classes, and talks at institutions such as the San Jose State University Department of Music, Mountain View Community School for Music and Arts, and the Camino Medical Group. Well, it is so good to have you here with us for the first time, Donna. Welcome to Seeing Beyond. Well, thank you so much, Bonnie. I'm really pleased to be here. You know, I think where we should start with this is to define our terms. Um, this, I guess, is the big question. What is the Alexander Technique? Well, as you mentioned, um, oftentimes if people have heard of it, they connect it with posture. Um, I've had people think that it's um, a form of exercise or, or body work, but actually it really isn't. Um, good posture happens, and people come to it oftentimes because they want posture, but really it is about um, an awareness in the body. It's a method for changing the very way we sense our own bodies. And in so doing, and in working with people, this helps undo postural habits that are often at the root of many physical aches and pains. You know, you've worked with so many people here in the United States. Would you say that as a whole, most people don't have good posture? I mean, so many of us are humped over our computers or um, doing other things that are very sedentary. Do you think our posture has gotten worse over the years? Well, I think sitting in front of computers actually um, really does um, give people a, a problem with posture, especially as we get tired and sit for a long time. Mm-hmm. We get so involved mentally in what we're doing, we kind of forget about our bodies. And so that can impact posture over time. I, I think it's a question of degree. I think a lot of people get away with it for a long time, but most people end up having back pain at some point in their life. And a lot of that can be connected with posture and tension. Yes, and I'll tell you, I think the tension is on the rise, especially here in the Silicon Valley area. So would you then say, I mean, is it fair to say that the Alexander Technique is mostly about posture? Well, you know, I, I really wouldn't define it that way. I would say in its essence, it's about consciousness. Um, it's about the conscious control of human reaction in its essence. Uh, It's posture, I think of posture as static. I think of it as body mechanics, and certainly we can have better body mechanics and it will help us. And that is part of the work. But mostly it's about waking up a body sense and learning to think in your body. It's about the connection between thought and muscular activity so that what happens with posture, you're asking if people have poor posture, I think oftentimes people do have poor posture, and mostly it's because they're not noticing what's happening. And if we could really feel what's going on in a way that 
is a true sense of what our inner compass, if our inner compass were giving us a true picture, then we would fix it because it would feel wrong to us. Mm-hmm. But we become like fish in water and we sort of don't notice it anymore. So I tell my students that no one's putting themselves into, into a poor position on purpose. No one's doing this to themselves on purpose. But something in the way that things feel to us isn't giving us a true picture. And so Alexander Technique um, really helps true up this inner sense so that then it gives you a skill so that whatever you come to do, whether it's sitting or if you're golfing or if you're going to some big heavy door at some office building and you want to open it without hurting yourself, your body is already giving you a truer picture of how to move without thinking so much even. At a certain point, you just start to be that way. You know, Donna, you and I had a short conversation when I first met you, and one of the things you said that impressed me so much is that once somebody does a certain number of sessions with you, a certain number of these Alexander Techniques sessions, that even if they don't come back for a year or two or even ever, they don't forget it. That's true. I think when we were talking about that, what I was mentioning is that this this method has been studied. It's been in existence in constant use for over 110 years. And uh, there was a study on Alexander Technique and low back pain that was done in England. Um, It was funded by the British National Health Service to the tune of about a million pounds, and results were published in the British Medical Journal uh, in 2008. They gave people 24 lessons in the Alexander Technique over not more than about a six-month period, and they measured the study results a year after the study began, and the results were really quite dramatic. Uh, people went from about 21 days in pain out of 30 out of, in a month down to three days of pain in 30, and this was just on those 24 lessons. So the results do stick because what happens is we're retraining ourselves to move differently. So the new way becomes natural, at which point you don't have to think about it so much. What was your first Alexander lesson like? Oh, my goodness. My first Alexander lesson was way back in 1983. Wow. I was living in Tel Aviv, Israel, and uh, somebody basically took me by the hand and introduced me to my first Alexander teacher. Um, and, you know, I was young, and I didn't have any problems, but I just liked it. And all I can really remember feeling like I was floating as I walked in the room. It's like just floating. And it was a very zen, very zen-like experience, very peaceful inside of me. And And I liked it, so I just started taking lessons. And when we talk about it being very holistic, that is, it's more than just the physical, although it certainly is that. It's the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. What do we mean by that? Well, it's based upon the, that's one of the principles of the technique, really. It's based upon the principle of psychophysical unity. And I, go, I would go so far to say psychophysical spiritual unity. My personal belief is that we are spiritual beings living in physical bodies in this lifetime. And you can't separate, literally cannot separate mind and body. I mean, if anybody questions it, you can, you know, think about taxes and your neck will tighten up, um, you know, are you holding your breath already? The mind and the body are absolutely linked. And we can also, that's the good news as well, because we can use that connection to improve how we move in our body. I like it when you use that word connection. It seems like so many people are disconnected right now, or when they say they're beside themselves, they really do mean <laughs> that. So talk 
talk about the connectiveness of all of this work that people do with you and how that translates out into their everyday life, whether they're taking the kids to the supermarket or uh, being the CEO of some startup in Silicon Valley. Yeah, well, it really is connected in that way. Um, You know, one of the ways it's connected is in the work of the lesson. For instance, if I put my hand on someone, which I do in a lesson, it's very, very gentle. I'm literally creating a non-doing effect in my own hand as a teacher, which is something we're trained to do, that the body hears. So we know how we feel, how the quality of touch is if someone touches us, if they grab at us or if there's a gentle kind of communication. That's a physical connection. We can also think about it mentally. For instance, if you just sit there and I ask you to make a fist, you could just do that right now. And you could just tighten up your hand, and I could ask you to leave your fingers curled and just think about not tightening your hand. And you'll notice that your fingers probably released a bit. Mm -hmm. And then you can just, you know, let your fingers uncurl. So if you're out, oh, taking your kids to school and the kids are fighting in the back of the car and you feel yourself getting hot under the collar, you can take this and you can apply it and you can think to yourself. It's a whole process we use of just literally stopping, just pausing a moment inside yourself and taking a breath and releasing your neck and with that your thoughts. And it gives you a moment where you have freedom to choose your own reaction, your reaction in the body and your reaction in how you speak. So as so I'm working, it, talking with you now, I'm also trying to apply this in myself to pause and to let a breath and to speak. So it helps us to respond rather than to react. It helps us to be not so at the effect of everything that's going on outside of us. It really does, and I think that's one of the reasons it helps with pain. It, it really helps us. It, it teaches you a process that you can apply to anything. So you can learn, for instance, when people come to me in pain, which is one of the biggest reasons people come to me, one of the problems is sometimes people have chronic pain that's not going to go away, but what we can deal with is our reaction to pain. Because if normally we tighten up, we don't even Mm -hmm. think, we hold our breath, we tighten up, and that makes pain ten times worse. But if we can learn a way to stop and to let go and to release, so then it is what it is, but we're not adding anything on top of it. And we don't have to be our pain. Sometimes we can observe it. Welcome back. I am Bonnie Colleen. We're here with Donna Ben-Yehuda. She served as the American Society for the Alexander Technique Media spokesperson from 2002 to 2009 and gave interviews for many publications, including one of my favorites, Oprah Magazine, Prevention, Arthritis Today, MS Focus, L Glamour, Catholic Digest, and more. Donna has worked with people uh, having problems ranging from back and neck pain, carpal tunnel syndrome, and repetitive stress injuries to things as serious as multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, and overall stress reduction for health. She often works with musicians, singers, and ballroom dancers. Again, her number in Mountain View, 650-964-4308. Well, Donna, let's talk about um, a very special encounter you had with a student recently and how the Alexander Technique was made such an impact on her. You know, I really I had a wonderful experience with somebody. Actually, she had the wonderful experience, and I'm, I'm just blessed to have been the vehicle for it. I, I really, that's how I feel. Um, I work with people who, I do work with people who have multiple sclerosis, um, and I've had a number of people like that. And someone called me 
and she wanted to find out about the technique, and she said, well, she needs Medicare to pay, and she can't afford it, and she's not sure. And I just said, you know, come on over, and I'll give you a few minutes. Just, I'll just give you a few minutes. So she came over, and I gave her a very brief lesson, and I just worked with her. And she just kind of soaked it up like a sponge. And, oh, about 10 days later, I got an email from her, and then I spoke with her. And she told me that the friend of hers who had told her to do this was visiting, and they went out for a walk. She usually uses a cane, and I'm upstairs. And so when she got here, you know, we kind of came up carefully. And she's telling me this story that her friend said to her, stop a moment, give me your cane, and close your eyes, and go inside and think about the Alexander work. And then she said, no, open your eyes, now let's walk. And she started walking without her cane. And this was back in mid-November. And she didn't use her cane again, except recently I think she was at the museum where she was walking for two or three hours. It's interesting how this work helps. Learning to think in your body together with hands-on guidance can do some remarkable things. And I just feel blessed that she came to me. That is just fantastic. What are the kinds of people come for lessons, and, and why do they come? Uh, people come... Number one reason is pain. Uh, sometimes it's just to deal with pain itself, and sometimes it's because they have a problem that's giving them pain, and mostly low back pain, neck pain. Um, it's a very typical reason that people would come. Um, people come sometimes because they're having repetitive stress problems from using the mouse uh, with too much tension or poor positioning. I had somebody come to me. This is uh, one other miracle story, only this one was more typical. It took a little bit of time. Someone was dealing with a frozen shoulder and came to me for lessons, and he wasn't able to golf, which was a terrible disaster for him. <laughs> yeah. And he'd been dealing with this for about 16 months, and actually his doctor referred him. He said, just find an Alexander teacher, and he came. And after about 20 lessons, and we didn't actually really work on his shoulder, which is another kind of interesting principle about the whole, the holistic aspect of this. He calls me up, and he says, you know, I went out and played golf, and he never came back, and I was thrilled for him. Oh, I love that. And again, let's talk about how if somebody comes to you for a series of lessons, this is a lasting technique. It's not like you have to keep doing it for the rest of your life. No, people don't come forever. They come and you learn a skill and really at a certain point it begins to stick because we're really undoing habits of posture that put pressure into your body, but it's also the way in a way that then it starts to be the new way. We have within us, from our birth, a natural uprightness. And along the way, we've picked up these habits that we don't even feel them anymore, but they put us wrong. You know, the phone rings and we scrunch our neck and we reach for the phone and we're kind of tight already, rather than being neutral and being able simply to flow. And so it's a way of undoing this, but it's already inside of us and it can reemerge. So it's a very natural process. So let's say somebody comes to see you for those first two lessons or mm -hmm. sessions. Give us an idea of what happens. I mean, do they get on a table? Describe this for us, Donna. Sure, absolutely. Okay, so the first thing I'll tell people is I'm not a doctor, but I just want to understand what brought them and what are they dealing with, and I'll listen to them. And then uh, there's no disrobing. I do ask people to take off their shoes so that I can see how they move. Um, but I'll ask them just to sit up, uh, off a, to sit on a chair, stand up and walk, and I'll observe them. And I'll see how they move, and I'll look at how they carry themselves. And I may talk to them and tell them things that I see, demonstrate on even, even on myself. And then I'll 
seeing ways to undo it. And we start working very gently with some hands-on guidance, very simple things like sitting or standing, things we do every day, just to, to learn ways to think in our body and undo unnecessary tension or imbalances. So generally I work with people uh, sitting in a chair, standing up. I do have people lay down on a table, and I give them a process they can use to take home with them because this is really a skill for self-care. It's a skill for self-empowered healing. So the homework I'll give people will be to practice some of this at home, to lie down on a surface and think into your body the way I'll describe and spend a few minutes like this every day. Now, you're an Alexander teacher. You've been doing this for many, many years. How does one become an Alexander teacher? Uh, it's, it's kind of a long process. Um, it's three years of training at an accredited institution. There are, there's the American Society for Alexander Technique is the largest body of teachers in the United States, and they oversee training courses, and they recertify them periodically. So you would go to a training course, and you spend at least three years. That's a minimum. It's 1,600 hours of hands-on training at a minimum mm. over a three-year period at an accredited course. Well, and you say that even medical doctors, allopathic physicians, are recommending people to you. I have medical doctors who recommend this to people, yes. So they know that there is something going on that's beyond the physical and that we can relearn, we can reteach ourselves. Well, it's both. It is physical and it's mental and it's in our spirit also because we're thinking in our body also. What do you mean by that? That's fascinating. It's like I said, okay, if you would sit there, learning to leave your neck unlocked doesn't maybe look any different on the outside, but it has a completely different feeling inside. It's like you could look at your front door, and if it's locked or unlocked, somebody walking by wouldn't see any difference. Mm -hmm. When we contract into our joints, we're tightening in, we're compressing in. We can learn a way of thinking in our body to let that release. The same way I suggested if you make a fist. I don't know if you tried it, but just try it. Mm -hmm. Or you can even think of gripping your neck really tightly. I just did it while I talk. And then you can just stop and think of, not tightening. And you'll notice a change. And there's some places that it's easier to do than others, but that's why a teacher works hands-on. It's usually done one-on-one, and I work hands-on. So I'll guide someone to move differently, kind of like a golf pro will guide you to move Mm -hmm. and swing the golf club or how you stand. Because if they just told you, you might not do it properly. But if they show you and and they actually move with you, you get the feel of it. Right. So if I guide people to move in better ways that are more efficient, that are more in accord with the design of the body, then you start to learn how to do that for yourself. And the process that I teach is a way of thinking to yourself differently so that you can then move differently. Because if I ask you to just stand up, you'll probably just stand up the way you always do, and you may not know how you do it. But if you think into your body and you learn to notice where is your head and leave it balanced on top of your neck as you're moving... You're literally thinking about the conditions in which you move as opposed to just the end result called get out of the chair no matter what. (laughs) Right. And I'm sure we can all relate to that one. Well, our guest, Donna Ben-Yehuda, is a certified Alexander teacher. She's in her 10th year of private practice. She has an office here in Mountain View, California. The number for that is 650-964-4308. Well, Donna, this has been way too short. We've got to get you back on the program again when you can spend an entire hour with us. I know you've got so many stories to share and so many more um, of the um, exercises that we could even do on the air. So thank you so much for having been here today. 